Hello and welcome back to Daily Business News with the latest business stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top business stories for Thursday, September 7th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, the UK has reached an agreement to rejoin the European Union's Horizon Research Programme, which will be welcomed by academics and businesses throughout Europe. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has personally been involved in finalising the details of the deal, which signifies a further strengthening of ties with Brussels under his government. The UK had previously left the programme in 2020 when it withdrew from the EU due to disagreements over Northern Ireland trade and financial contributions. In other news, Apple Inc. has signed a long-term chip partnership with British chip designer Arm Latunid, extending beyond 2040. The deal was made between August 21st and September 5th. Apple was one of the initial companies to partner with Arm in 1990, prior to the release of its Newton handheld computer in 1993, which utilized an ARM-based processor chip. Apple utilizes ARM's technology to create custom chips for iPhones, iPads, and Macs. Meanwhile, leading contract chipmaker and Apple supplier Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company Lutid is considering whether to invest in the ARM IPO. Additionally, Jacob Arup Anderson, the new CEO of brewing giant Carlsberg, recently purchased $1.6 million worth of the company's shares in an effort to instill confidence in the market. This follows similar purchases by tech CEOs, as well as a move by the Kremlin to take control of Baltica Breweries, a popular beer in Russia. Arup Anderson has continued to post strong earnings in the first half of 2023 despite volatility with its Russia entity, with revenue growth of 11.2% and a 5.2% increase in profit. The company has also raised its profit forecast for the year to 7% from a previous lower estimate. Moving on, a review of Guernsey's banking sector is currently underway by the Committee for Economic Development. The review aims to address reported difficulties faced by islanders and local financial service businesses when attempting to open bank accounts. Deputy Neil Inder of the committee stated that this is their top priority for the 2024 term. Meanwhile, Synapticure the first nationwide virtual clinic specializing in neurodegenerative diseases, has welcomed Joe Leinbach as chief operating officer and expanded its coverage to include additional neurological conditions. Leinbach has a track record of driving growth and operational success in leadership roles at CityBlock Health and Evelent Health. He will lead the company's next phase of growth and efforts to implement innovative models that directly benefit patients and partners. Synapticure already provides care to patients with ALS, Parkinson's, Huntington's, and other dementias, as well as offering behavioral therapy, counseling, in-home physical therapy, and speech-language therapy. To learn more about Synapticure, visit the company's website or call for a free consultation. Next, Cindy Wilson, the new finance chief at Kickstarter, is familiarizing herself with the company's numbers, vision, strategy, and value creation. She is focused on getting to know all of her team members and investors, and is committed to building trust within her organization. 
Wilson joined Kickstarter from Lyft and has held leadership roles at brands such as Old Castle Infrastructure, EY, Cox Automotive, and IHG Hotels and Resorts. In her first 90 days, she plans to engage in deep learning and listening. She has never worked for a female finance leader and has predominantly worked with male colleagues. In another story, the Canadian company Enbridge, based in Calgary, is looking to profit from the acquisition of three natural gas utilities from Dominion Energy. The proceeds from the sale will help Dominion reduce its leverage ratio from the current five times cash flow. Enbridge's bold strategy should appeal to impatient public equity markets and differentiate risk seekers from ticket punchers. Lastly, Richemont chairman Johan Rupert has stated that inflation is beginning to impact demand across the region, resulting in the company's market capitalization falling below $400 billion. LVMH, recently surpassed by drugmaker Novo Nordisk A and S as Europe's largest company, experienced a decline of up to 3.8%. Richemont, the Swiss owner of Cartier and watchmakers including IWC and Vacheron Constantin, saw a drop of 3.6%, while Montclair Spey declined by 4.1%. HSBC Holdings PLC published a note on Wednesday, reducing estimates and price targets across the luxury sector. Analyst Erwin Ramberg attributed these changes to the impact of a recovering euro and higher short-term growth costs for the industry. Our top business stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, Daily Lifestyle News, and Daily World News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.